Okay, Boker Tov, we continue in the Bayam Darkecha. We're uh, finishing up the, uh, the Friday night meal. So the last thing that's uniquely Shabbos, we're on page Kuf Samach Beis, is the insertion of Ritzei Vahachalitzenu. So let's take a look at this tefillah, so it'll be very relevant. Tonight we'll all be saying Ritzei. So let's just quickly go through just a brief translation of it and then try to understand what the deeper aspect, what's the unique thing we're requesting for or acknowledging in the benching. Remember, it is in the middle of the third bracha where we ask Hashem to have mercy on the Jewish people and Yerushalayim and the Malchus based of it in the Beis HaMegdash and... Uh, and we ask Hashem that we shouldn't have to come on to other people, but just to you. And then we end off, Hashem should rebuild Yerushalayim. So again, this is, uh, we know that what Beis Amigdash was in place, Shabbos is in time. So therefore we really want Hashem to rebuild the Beis Amigdash. And we're also saying that when we have a Beis Amigdash, we will not have to feel that we're coming on to other people, but we'll be coming on to you, Hashem. Which really becomes that message of Enod Milvado. So we insert in the middle, Ritzevach Litzenu Hashem Elokeinu Metzasecha, may it please you, Hashem, and give us rest through your commandments. And specifically the commandment of the seventh day of this great Shabbos, because it's such a great day and so holy before you, to rest in it with with love as you have commanded us and with your uh, desire you to leave us this day to rest and we shouldn't have any tsaras and sighing on this day of rest. And Hashem, show us the comfort of Zion and you're building your shalim because you are the master of salvation and you are the master of comfort. So what are we adding over here? Especially the words Ritzevahalitzenu. And what does this word hachalitzenu mean? So let's take a look now and see how the Arizal explains the words Ritzevahalitzenu. May it please you, Hashem, Vahachalitzenu. What does as many meanings the word hachalitzenu? But one of them is to rescue. So we ask Hashem to rescue us. From what? To rescue us from the conduct, and first I'll say this term and then I'll explain it, from the malach, that's called the malach matat, mem tes tes. We'll see what that means in a minute. And that we should merit to ascend uh, to a conduct of, of, uh, in the world of Bria, or even above that, from the conduct of the world of Atsilus. That's what the Arizal says. So what does that mean? The answer is, Hashem has many ways of conducting the world. And the way Hashem conducts the world is the way a person measures himself in his relationship to Hashem. That's how Hashem measures the relationship with us. And therefore, uh, Hashem grabs on to us in the same way we conduct ourselves with Him. Okay? So... Why do we do what we do as Jews? And everyone can have different answers. And based on the answer, that's what Hashem relates to. He doesn't push himself on you. 
So there is a, a type of a way that Hashem deals with us. That's called scharva onesh. The simple meaning reward and punishment, good, bad, tomei tar. And that is called the, with, with the conduct of the direction of the malach matat. And the malach matat, his place is in the world of yitzira, which is the one level above the world of asiya. So that angel... Hashem kinds of, it's middle management. Hashem puts us, uh, middle management deals with us in that way. Sees what we do, good things, we get rewarded, bad things, we don't. And the Malach Matat is also called the Sar Ha'olam, the prince of the world, the officer of the world. He's the Shaliach, he is the messenger who serves in this world the will of Hashem. And... Hashem conducts himself through the agency of this angel based on how we behave. He's given instructions, look how they behave. I've given you the rules of understanding, you know, what meter can they get? Meter is measure for measure. Check them out, see what they do, and respond in kind. Now, this is called the conduct, this conduct is called the conduct of the servant because we are relating to the human beings, us, according to our actions, the way we do things. So in other words, what kind of a servant are we? And that's the simple way, and let's just say your basic, uh, simple understanding Orthodox Jew of his relationship with Hashem is like that. But there's a much deeper type of conduct that comes not from the world right above, the world of Yitzira, but from the world of Bria. And from the world of Bria, Hashem directs humans according to the depths of his heart, of the human being's heart. Yeah. And not from the actions. So now it's a different ball game over here. The mal, just like in government, you know, government can only deal with you based on what you do. Based on what you do. You know, not what you're thinking, but what you do. You know, this was the famous thing that what the corruption was in the United States. You know, when, when Trump would say, you know, well, I really could do that if I wanted to. But he doesn't. But they want to punish him for what he's thinking. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. And, they, and they're telling us what he's thinking, even though that's not what he's right. thinking. And, you know, you don't do that in this world. In this world, the bottom line, what do you do? And that's how we respond. And that Malach can do that because he knows what we do. But on the other hand, but how do you feel? Ah, how do you feel? Well, only Hashem really knows that. And therefore, Hashem will deal with us based on how we feel. And therefore, our avoda on this level is to reflect on the realities and the unity of Hashem. That through this great reflection, we reach a state of bitol hayesh. We nullify our somethingness. And someone who lives that way, where he nullifies his somethingness, then Hashem directs him in that way. It's not merely a question of an evid anymore. Now, this level that Hashem drills it this way, this is what we call, and we call this still the superficial level of the internal level. Okay, where we're getting very close to perfection. 
but not quite there yet. Okay? You, you haven't got... You, there's two stages. There's Bittl Hayesh. There's nullifying my somethingness. And then there's another sta station. Bittl Mamish. Where I'm, I'm Mamish, no, I'm nothing. Okay? But, uh, so in this stage, you don't really feel you're something and you're special. Okay? But you... you uh, but you have to, you still, you're not totally feel you're like a nothing. So if you reach that level, the highest level of atzilus, that's when you're mamish, you're just not there, period. And then your relationship as a son of Hashem, and that's the real essence of what Shabbos is, that it's all Hashem. And therefore, the conduct with us is totally different. Interesting, a similar in, in, in the footnote Kuflam and Vov, as a med, the Chazal tell us that after the sin of the golden calf, Hashem said, okay, you're going to go in the desert and the Malach will lead you. And Moshe said, I don't want the Malach to lead you. I want you to lead us because what's going on? Hashem said, I'll let the Malach matat. He'll watch over you and he'll see how you behave. So Hashem says, listen, if you're not going to be with us, don't, let's not bother going into the desert. Now, and therefore they had a higher level. We were living, Mamish Hashem was inspecting our feelings, not just our actions. In the times of Yeshua, on the other hand, as we know in the beginning of Yeshua, before we conquer Yerichol, he confronts a Malach. And it's a Malach. And uh, so that's what he's saying. But uh, during times of Moshe, Moshe didn't want the Malach. But now, at a lower level, we have to go with the Malach. So now, the question, so what we're really asking for, okay, and I'm going to just jump upstairs, I'm still in the middle of this footnote. So what are we asking for? We're asking Hashem to rescue us. Rescue us from the superficial way of looking at the things. Even the superficialness in the holy part. Remember, there's totally external then external of, of, super, of spirituality, and then the mind of spirituality. So even though we're on a pretty good level, but it's still not complete bittel be'etzim, mamish bittel, to feel mamish nothing at all. So that we want to be saved from the feeling that we still have some connection to somethingness, that we still feel, I, I have some reality, and we're saying, no, we want to have Total bittel, to be just totally a utensil of Hashem, and that's it. And that is the whole secret of Shabbos and the inner uh, work that we're doing. Not to look for success at the film of somebody, even in good things, but to search for Hashem, and in every mitzvah and everything we do, to search to Hashem. How am I getting closer to Hashem, and how do I recognize Him more? And that comes with the more and more understanding of this bittel. And that's what Hashem wants with us, to serve him with that recognition and not just doing mitzvahs superficially, but to know I am a tool of Hashem. And that's the tefillah, Ritzei v'achlitzeinu. Hashem, it should, you should desire and rescue us from this external reality of being a somebody and that our actions should now, even the external actions, should be completely with bittel, and then to know I don't have any power at all, just like in the world of Bria, where we know it's all Hashem, being totally nullified to Hashem, and therefore 
then all the bad things aren't going to happen. And then we're going to understand that we are totally, totally getting everything from you and we are absolutely nothing. And that's the total rest we're trying to achieve on Shabbos. And ultimately, if we reach that level, then we'll have a base amigdash. Okay, so the bottom of the footnote says, wait a minute, if we just said in the times of Yehoshua, they had the conduct through the Malach Matat, well, I think we're going to do better than Yehoshua. Can we ask for better? So the answer he says at the bottom, he says, everything depends, everything's relative to what's going on. So in Yeshua's time, in relation to the time of Moshe, it's a big descent. You compare Yeshua to Moshe, the Gemara says Moshe is like the sun, Yeshua is like the moon. Everything's relative. I mean, Yeshua was great, yeah. but compared to Moshe, he still wasn't as great as him. So there's a descent, but there's lots of levels within that. So therefore, everyone according to their level has a certain um, supervision of matat, during the weekday, but you get into a much deeper concept, maybe not as much as Yeshua, but within our own level. Or we can give another answer that we're talking about Shabbos, and Shabbos gives you this ability. Is this really what the Ritzay prayer is, is that we should be able to totally be redeemed from that aspect of feeling we still are something. The more we feel we're something, the more we're open to... Uh, a distant relationship. The more we feel we're totally nullified, then we have that closer relationship on Shabbos. Yeah. So during the week, we deal with the Malach Matad every yeah. day. Yeah. But we don't pray to him, or we don't relate to him. We relate to Hashem, Hashem. directly. Hashem. You talk so, to Hashem, and then Hashem but gives... But he's, he's been gives. delegated by Hashem to deal with us. So, so how? The, the answer is that really, as we've been saying, um, when we pray to Hashem, we're really not asking for anything. We're acknowledging. We're acknowledging what Hashem is doing, and we want to be in line with that proper acknowledgement, or we're praying for God's honor and not our own honor. But we are praying for certain things during the week, for Nasa, health. But not for me, that. not for me, for Hashem. We, we said that when a Jew suffers, and people see that, it's a Chil Hashem. How, right. How's it possible? So, so who are we praying for? That Hashem, it shouldn't be a Chil Hashem by you. Okay. That's, what, yeah. that's what we're asking for. Yeah. And then the Malach Matat, you know, looks at what we do, and he'll judge us by what we do. Tefillah is a whole different ball game. Tefillah is connecting to Hashem getting to understand the true realities. And when you connect to Hashem and you understand the true realities, what's going to happen? You're going to behave different. And when you behave different, then a machmatat will give you better stuff. That's all it's about. There's no magic over here. It's not just Hashem, give me. It's not, not Hashem says, well, you don't want to have this relationship with me. You just want to, to say, Hashem, I want to feel your presence more. When we say, Hashem, I want to feel that you're the one giving me parnosa, that nobody else is giving me parnosa. Mm -hmm. That's what we're asking. I, I know that you are the one that gives parnosa, but I'm saying it so it'll internalize in me. Not that I'm asking for parnosa. If, if you look carefully in the prayer, we're not asking for parnosa. We're saying, Hashem, we want you to bless 
our parnoso. Well, what do you mean? Yeah, and to get out of my false notion that there's others who are blessing me. My business contacts are blessing me. My business acumen is blessing me. No, Hashem, you're the one, and I want the blessing from you. I don't want the blessing from the other side. Now, once you say that, what's going to happen when you go to work and you have an opportunity to cheat in business to make a lot of money? Hopefully, you're not going to cheat. Then the Malach Matat takes a look and says, oh, he stopped cheating in business. Very good. I don't have to make him any trouble now. You see, that's what's going on over here. Okay, that's in the world of the six days of the week where it is confusing because the, the, there's so much concealment of Hashem. You really think the Parnas is coming from your boss. You think the Parnas is coming on the economic indicators. And you have to say, Hashem, I know none of that is the source. You are the source. And when you know that you are the source, the same thing with health. I'm not going to be healthy because I have a good doctor. Doesn't mean to say you, 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 you doesn't mean to say you shouldn't make an every other. But at the end of the day, even good doctors make mistakes. Or even good doctors can't help you. And Hashem can do miracles. So you're saying, Hashem, I want you to heal me. Right. Not Princess Margaret Hospital. So we are asking to Hashem. No, no, but I want it to, I want to recognize it's from you. Okay. I want to recognize I have good health. I want to recognize the good health is from yes. you. Aha. Uh -huh. So now you're going to behave differently if you recognize that. And the Malach Matat will respond reciprocally. That's the idea. So in Shabbos, and the Shabbos, Malach, then Malach Matat is not in the picture. Well, uh, if, if we bring Hashem in, if the light that's coming in, we absorb it and we accept it and we feel it, then we're saying, Hashem, I, I want to be beyond the Malach Matat. I want to deal directly with you. When I deal directly with you, I don't have anything to ask at all because I'm nothing. That's what we're doing on Shabbos. That's why you don't make any requests on Shabbos. There's nothing to ask. It's all, it's all everything's fine. Okay, we move now to page Kuv Samachtes, the third chapter within this topic of the Friday night um, uh, experience. And this chapter is called Mahus Avodas Lel Shabbos. What is the essence of the Friday night service? And he's going to basically be reviewing some of the concepts that we've said. So I can do this fairly quickly because we're reviewing a lot of this week. As we've said, the service of Friday night is to reach that level of understanding Hashem through the aspect of Bina, of understanding, and where the Jew merits is to understand the reality of creation. He under, Remember, Chachma is information, Bina is understanding what that information is telling you. So therefore, if you have Bina, you understand there's no such thing as nature. It's all Hashem. Hashem does everything. The creatures are just a tool for the light of Hashem. All of reality depends on that. And with the light of Friday night, a person can see, as it were, the revelation of a holy screen of the world. And he sees the light of Hashem beginning to pierce through in this world. And the whole world is responding to that. 
and you see how Hashem is the one who gives life and existence to everything, and everything exists only by the light of Hashem. He keeps everything. He's the only true reality. And that's the idea of Friday night, where the light is now beginning to reveal and that the Shekhinah is in the world. The concealment is becoming nullified. All of creation speaks of Hashem's glory. And because of that reality, we can see the hand of Hashem and the light of His reality. That is what's happening Friday night. It's just, it's, the light at the end of the tunnel is coming in. And therefore, the first meal, which is the Friday night meal, is called in the Zohar's wording. And we mentioned, I believe yesterday, or the day before, we say, you should, before you start the meal, you say, this is Sudosa de Chakal Tapuchim Kadishin. Okay, we're going to explain this in a minute. But this meal, when we're having this meal, it should bring an influence and a flow and reveal the light of Hashem within the world and that the world conducts itself with the Mita of Malchus, with royalty, the last Mita, which is called mystically Chakal Tapuchim Kadishim. So what do those three words mean? The Aramaic words. Chakal is the Aramaic word for a field. A field. And a field is a code word for the Holy Shekhinah, okay, that acts and does everything within creation. And the tapuchim, the apples, grow in the field. They are the actions of the creatures, which is a result of what the Shekhinah makes happen in this world. And we have to make sure that the apples are holy, meaning to say that our actions reveal HaKadosh Baruch Hu, and not actions that reveal my somethingness and my separation from Hashem. So this is the meal of Chakal Tapuchim Chadishim. It's the field of the holy apples, which means, again, that we look at what we do and see it as a direct outgrowth of what Hashem really did. Now you think about it. The apple tree grows out. Can the apple tree get up one day? We're going to interview an apple tree. We're going to call him Mac. Because he makes the most beautiful Macintosh apples. And they interview Mac. Say, Mac, how do you feel about this uh, the spring harvest? Or whenever, the, it's the fall harvest for apples. How do you feel about how great? Mamish, oh, I did such an amazing job. You know how many apples were growing on my tree? Record numbers. Mamish, I'm the best apple tree in the world. I may run for president. That's not a holy apple tree. The apple tree knows, what, what have I got to say? All my growth, everything happens, it comes from photosynthesis and all the other things that are going on. The nutrients from the ground I can't take any credit for what I did. The ground did everything. The rain and this and the sun and all these things. And now I, uh, they produced amazing apples. I can't take any credit for it. And that's what this meal is supposed to be. It's the meal of, and therefore the field is Hashem's shechina in the world activating things. The apples are the products of our efforts during the week 
and we hope that they're holy. Holy means that I understand they're totally connected to Hashem and I am just the tool. That's all I am. And I don't use my success to separate me from Hashem. So there's a lot that goes on in that. That means, first of all, that's gonna how you conduct yourself in the meal. And that becomes the next, therefore the avoda of Friday night is called the bitul hayesh, nullifying the somethingness. Okay, if you understand that, that you're just the fruits that are coming out and the creatures don't have any independent existence, so therefore they, they realize, I don't think I'm somebody. I don't think I have any arrogance because those are all kinds of feelings that somebody thinks he's a somebody and I have independent reality. And it doesn't matter what he thinks about himself or what he thinks about others, it's all nullified. And there is no true source but Hashem. That's called the bitl hayesh. I have nothing, I have no importance, and my whole existence depends on a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And I know you bring everything into reality. This is the avoda of Friday night. And therefore, when you have that feeling, you start reflecting on the things you did during the week. And you kind of say, well, look, look what Hashem, you were able to do through me. Mamish, I made a big business deal. You did it all, Hashem. Now we're going to get a deeper insight to this common aphorism that people say. The apple doesn't fall far from the tree. Let's revise that. The tree doesn't go, grow far from the field. It can grow anywhere else anyway. Well, the apple can't fall very far from the tree either. So let's think about it. What, what do we mean when we say the apple doesn't fall far from the tree? We use it to say that, well, the parents were really great parents, so look what kind of kid they had, or God forbid the reverse. Yeah. The apple, had, you know, it, it's, it's, it's very much connected to the tree. All right, but here's the question. What is the tree connected to? The field. The tree's kind of the field. And what's the field? The field is HaKadosh Baruch and what is the apple really? The apple is not really your children, but really remember oh. what you do. Yeah. Your children really is the things you do. Yeah. So now the things you do don't fall far from the tree, but what are you doing? Are you doing things that say I'm an independent being? Or are you doing things that are saying that I am a direct, a direct revelation of a Kodesh Baruch Hu's power? And that's what this meal is called, the meal of the the uh, of the apple the field of apples that are holy that's what this meal is and therefore what's the avoda of this Friday night suda what is the general feeling and he says well when bina remember the bina is telling you let's look a little deeper chachma is the information the information says I'm able to do this I'm able to do this I'm able to do that but the bina says wait a minute you're doing this all by yourself. Isn't it? Isn't Hashem doing this? Well, yeah, if you really think about it, who caused me to breathe, caused me this, yeah. So now that the Bina is coming in and you recognize the greatness of Hashem and He's the life of everything, then when you feel that way, you have a certain yearning for Hashem. You get excited to be with Hashem and do what He wants. 
And therefore, what do we do a lot on Friday night? A lot of singing to Hashem in honor of the Shabbos that expresses our yearning uh, to Hashem and how my body and my soul express this song and happiness with Hashem. And therefore, there's different types of wordings of the songs we say on Friday night. There are some that are praises of the preciousness of the greatness of the Shabbos, that Shabbos is great, and our joy that we've merited such a gift. That's one of those days. Yom Zemechubad, well, that's the day one, but Karibon Olam Omel. You have, you know, the, 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 uh, the greatness of Shabbos, that a Shabbos brings us to a, rec a true recognition of the king. It's a great gift. We have to value it a lot. So I sing about this. And on Shabbos we get new life. But the main service is that which comes out of the light and the yearnings for Hashem. Just like the Jews said before they got the Torah at Sinai. When Hashem said, Moshe, you will tell them the Ten Commandments. Jews said, no. Liros. Ritzonenu, our will is Liros S. Malkain, and we want to see the king. That is what we really want. So therefore, the main avoda is the histoikikus, the yearning, the kisufim. The, the yearning is, gets very, very strong. It, it, it builds during the week. On Arab Shabbos, it's getting very strong, and now it's beginning to be revealed. As the Shabbos comes in, you're already tasting a little bit Friday night a little bit. We're beginning to succeed in seeing how Hashem is being revealed in the world. And when you see a little success, you want more. Any work you do, when you see a little bit more, it's just, you're beginning to see the success. Oh, it, now I'm seeing it's paying off, so you want it, you want it more and more. And that's the Iker Avoida of Friday night. And, of course, there's a little bit of vote of Beetle, of nullifying yourself. And that is able to uh, enable all this to happen. Remember, in the day, it's going to be totally revealed, and it's going to be totally rest. It'll be all different types of uh, singing for that. Now, it's very interesting. We'll end with this idea. The idea of the Zmiros. Zmiros is, can mean songs, but it's also a verb, Lizamer, which means pruning, to prune the excess from the trees. So therefore, on Friday night, we sing a lot of songs, and we try to prune the excess that doesn't belong there. Okay? And you're like cutting the evil away, and you're lighting your fire, as it were, to burn up all the thorns that shouldn't be there. And you're trying to reveal Hashem in the creation. And therefore, you try to get away from the klipos, and we don't want to look at the confusions of the Sahara, that everything's nature, and that I get pleasure out of the world alone, disconnected from Hashem, and I could, as if I could do anything. So therefore, Friday night, now that the feeling is on fire, and now you can burn the evil with the power of your excitement to leave the falseness of the world that spreads through this world, and to know that six days, the Pazas Teoseh, the work gets done, not that you do the work. Six days, it's teaset, the work gets done. And part of burning out the falseness is leaving the gross pleasures of the world and the imaginations of this world that things Hashem doesn't want us to do will also give us pleasure. 
We got to burn all that out. We got to burn out the falseness of wanting honor. A lot of people do things for honor when they're really not good at all. There's so many false things. We don't accomplish anything. We shouldn't have so gluttonous tithes just for more pleasure without a Kaddish Baruch Hu, and we should not want to be connected to lying. They all go together. Those who uh, think they're doing something, those are people who uh, want to have a lot of tithes, and those are the people who will lie. Just look at all the politicians. Mm-hmm. Okay? Mm-hmm. But, uh, but the truth is, at the time when we're singing the songs to Hashem, right, this is the, we're all equal. Everybody is equal. You don't need honor. Why do you need honor? Why would a person want honor? Because I'm better than you. I want, if you honor me, I know I'm better than you. On Shabbos, nobody's better than me because Hashem is doing it all. And that's why, why is the Jews dance in a circle? Because a circle shows everybody's equal. Because in a circle, everybody is equal distance from the middle. And the middle is Okay, we'll stop it over there. Come on. Okay. All righty.